Welcome to the first episode of Overthinking with Wine. Now, just a side note before the episode begins, this is the very first episode that we recorded around a week ago. And we recorded this episode before we had any of our equipment. We've been waiting a long time for it to be delivered. So we decided just to record it and get it out there, but we recorded it on an iPhone. So I do apologize. The audio isn't at its best. And would you believe a day after we recorded this, the equipment came. So every episode from here on out should sound amazing. Uh, Just unfortunately, this first episode is going to sound a little bit rough, but I hope you can see past it and I hope you still really enjoy the episode. So without any further ado, here is the first episode of Overthinking with Wine. Hello and welcome to Overthinking with Wine, a podcast where we overthink a whole range of subjects, big and small, while drinking wine. My name is Tiffany Krylov and today my co-host is Damien Krylov. Damien, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being my guest today. I have coerced you into being the co-host and to drinking wine, so I'm very appreciative today, so thank you. Now, at the beginning of each episode, just so we're all on the same page, I think it's very important that the host answer one question, and the one question is, Damien, are you an overthinker? I don't think I personally am. I 100% agree with you. You're definitely... Stressless. (laughs) You're definitely not an overthinker. You're more uh, calm and collected. Tiffany, do you think you're an overthinker? I think... Do you want to answer that for me? 100% yes. 100% yes. I am definitely... And obviously, hence the podcast title, I'm an overthinker. It makes sense. It's all I do every second of every day. I would probably argue it's probably my best and worse quality. You know what? It's fine because I'm making a podcast about it. Exploit your bad habits. <laughs> and Dan Murphy's wins. <laughs> Dan Murphy's wins. Lily, can you not interrupt the podcast with your whinging? She's comfy. My whinging is the key of this podcast. Yours comes third. Damien's comes second. I asked uh, a lot of people some of the subjects that we should overthink. And today we've decided that our topic to overthink is the concept of the friend zone. And we're pairing this topic with a lovely wine today. I forced Damien to drink wine. Damien doesn't usually, but he's joining me in this endeavor. And the wine we have selected tonight is a delicious Suave. Now, a Suave is an Italian white wine. It's quite dry, it's quite light-bodied, but it's really easy to drink. I don't usually like white wines. Damien usually has more of a better time with them than I do. But Suave, it's definitely one that I can go to. Damien, do you like a Suave or are you just tolerating it for me? No, I like it. It's easy drinking. Easy drinking. Can matches you, uh, well with overthinking. <laughs> matches well. We've paired it correctly. Seafood, with the... overthinking. <laughs> We've paired it well with the topic. No, it's a really, really nice YY. Not a lot of people know about it. But yeah, if you're interested in something light, it's sort of similar to like a Savion Blanc. Definitely try a Suave. I can't really recommend it more than that. But anyway, let's get on to our topic. So our topic, as we said, is the friend zone. Now we're getting this straight off Google. Damien is going to tell us what Google's definition of the friend zone is. So Damien, what is the friend zone? It's a noun. Okay. A situation in which a friendship exists between two people one of whom has an unreciprocated romantic or sexual interest in the other. I think it's important. I mean, it's got the unreciprocated part in it, and I think, obviously, that's the main thing. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that definition. Are you? Sums it up for me. Now, Tiffany, do you believe in the friend zone? Um, This is an interesting concept because 
We've asked people whether or not they think the friend zone exists, and we've had a lot of different opinions. We've had 80% of people say yes, but we've had 20% of people say no, and the people who have said no are very passionate in their reasons of saying no. I do believe it exists, but at the same time, I also understand everyone who says it doesn't exist. I understand where they're coming from. What about you? Do you think that it exists? I think if you ask me a couple of years ago when I was younger, yes. As I've grown older, I would lean towards no. So you don't think it exists anymore now that we're older? I think that when you look at it, it's it's more sometimes of a reason as to why things haven't gone your way. Okay, so you... when I was younger... Where you, you grew up watching like movies and TVs where it all happens, and then you've got, oh, cool, that's happened to me, so I'm gonna blame it on So, that. you think movies and media are setting an unrealistic expectation that this the friends always end up together, and it's sort of putting that in people's head when it's not really a reality? Yes, that's really interesting. I've never considered that, but now that you've said it, I definitely can see it. Good job, look at you. You say you're not an overthinker. You're making me think of more things. And I just remember my, it's like the Kim Possible, Ron Stoppable. Ron, they got Ron together. Stoppable. That was the best thing to this day. Ron Stoppable and Kim Possible getting together. Was it like the movie where they end up? It was like last season or in the when movie. They, oh, like the dance. I'm, I ship them so hard. See, I've fallen for like, I mean, you've got the Ron and Hermione. You've got Ron, Ron and Kim. It's just basically Ron's. It's every TV show movie. That's interesting. I haven't considered it in the sense that, yeah, that sort of setting up a this this idea that oh well the friends always get together in the end well it just leads it like one has feelings and then it automatically says like if you just keep trying then the other one will eventually. automatically like eventually get feelings for you which isn't the case because yeah. life isn't a See, movie even when you're not an overthinker you still come up with interesting things a like, good job <laughs> oh, <get laughs> it's interesting that you say that you don't think that it exists these days no not that it doesn't exist these days it's just i you just think it's not as prominent? Yes, because I think it's the it's easier to just cover it up and go, oh, I, she didn't, they didn't, or he or she I didn't, oh, they just friends on me, but it's just that they didn't feel the same way. So technically, it's more of a cop out rather than it's not them saying, oh, I'm just putting you in the friend zone. Oh, I don't feel the same way. Yeah. Let's just be friends. But the friends is just an easy way out for everyone. Yeah, 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 so absolutely. It's, both, it's an easy out for the liker and the the person being like that definitely seems to be the general consensus of people who have said no the friend zone doesn't exist there's a lot of people just see it as an excuse for example we had one response be the friend zone is a way for guys to rationalize being rejected by a sexual partner i do definitely think it's more on the male side but i don't think it's purely male i do think women get friend zoned as well we might not complain about it as much but i definitely do think women get friend zoned would you say yourself have you ever like put a girl before me of course before me well i didn't put you in the friend zone you put me in the friend zone i didn't put you in the friend zone okay for, <laughs> for context okay for those of you who don't know damien and i met each other in 2007 or 2008 i can't remember which one exactly basically the beginning of high school for both of us we're in the same year so it's been roughly 14 years, yeah? Yes. 14 years. That's a long time. So 14 years basically of us being friends from that day. And I think it's unfair to be said that I put you in the friend zone because technically speaking, I really didn't know of your feelings. Other people will always argue that they knew and like, Tiffany, how could you not see it? I didn't notice. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't understand why you would act the way you did. Because we never discussed it, okay? You never told me you had feelings yeah, for me and I didn't well, know. Yeah, that's obviously 
that's obviously an issue that I had. I mean, obviously at this time we were what? How old? 16, 17, 18, okay? Like we didn't really know how to communicate yet. Yeah, younger than that. Younger? Like when you start, it's like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, Did you have years. a crush on me from when we were that age? Yeah, I assume so. Aww. <laughs> Don't act like it's news. No, I, we've never discussed when it started. I okay. thought it was much later on. I didn't understand. That's cute. Thanks, Damien. Glad you liked me. So we were friends for a very long time. And eventually we got to a stage when we did start dating. But it was it was after how many years? It would have been, what, roughly? Five years. Yeah, so it was a solid five-ish years of us being best friends before we ever moved anywhere else. An interesting revelation in the sense that apparently your feelings started much earlier than I ever realized. I will be honest in the sense that I never really picked up on my feelings until much later. Yeah, we developed differently. Developed differently. And I don't think people always give us credit for like breaking the friend zone, but I don't ever see it like that because it's not like I knew you were interested in me and then eventually... Well, it's not, as if, it's not as if I asked you. Yeah. It, or made like any advances. No, no, no. It, 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 it happened that you started earlier and I just started much later. But it wasn't. Which is good. It, it, it was good. I wouldn't change it for any other way. And I think it was healthy the way it happened. Do I recommend that way to everyone? Like, do you think what happened for us would happen for a lot of people? No chance. Exactly. So I definitely don't recommend our way, but our way was quite natural. Yeah, but it's different when you're at school and stuff. Yeah, I think people can get very confused. And one of the comments I receive kind of sums it up perfectly, which is sexual attraction, friendship, and romantic attraction are three different things. And a lot of the time people get them confused. Just because you have one doesn't mean you're entitled to the other two. And I think, especially when you're younger, it's not as easy to understand that. And even like to an extent with us, when you started developing those feelings for me when we were, we were 14, 15, were they legitimate feelings? Or for example, we've discussed this before, were they feelings or was it just the fact that I was a girl that you were in close proximity and that you found relatively attractive and you're like, shit, I like her, you know what I mean? Is that a genuine connection? Or as a child, you know, you're like, she's hot. I think I like yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know that's what I mean? like the, I guess like your school, like your crushes at school are based on proximity and the the girls or boys who you hang out with, you're friends with them, but then you're always, it's at that level where you start getting feelings, you start knowing what that is and delving into that world of crushes and feelings and dating and you almost latch onto the people that are close to you and yeah. go, oh yeah cool I like this person but those feelings aren't generally enough to like sustain a relationship no of course that's why school highest like if you're dating like you're six like they last for a week because that's just what you're dealing with exactly exactly we're just the exception to the rule yeah we dated after school we dated after school so it's fine that's definitely the high school aspect of it but it's definitely friend zones are something that still happens to this day we don't experience them firsthand because we're married and we haven't really dated <laughs> we've been together since high school so we haven't dated since but we do see it happening around with friends and we hear about it as well so the friend zone still definitely is something that carries over as you get older i think it just adapts in a really different way if anything it's actually more complicated and a bit it's a bit harder to navigate because well, it's you, got, well, you got adult feelings and adult people and like mm. there's more at play than just like recess and lunch talking to girls yeah little little crush absolutely so when it comes to dealing with the friend zone as an adult, is it is it like what it was in high school? The person who doesn't reciprocate the feelings, isn't it just an excuse that 
I'm not attracted to you. I'm just going to say, sorry, I just see you like a friend. Or is it actually like something else above that? It has to come down to attraction. Yeah, and if it's not reciprocated, then that's a normal response to it's either yes or no. They either have the same feelings or they don't. They don't. That's not you being, that's not them friends only. That's just them not feeling the same way. So it's easy just to have the excuse of, oh, they're friends only. But them saying they want to be friends is just, it's a cop out for both. So in a way, they're right. It kind of doesn't exist. It is just an excuse. Yeah, because in the, the day, if you ask someone out, they don't feel the same way. By them saying, oh, I just see you as a friend is, is the honest truth. So you could call that the friend zone, but it's actually them just not feeling the same way. But is it the truth? Do you say, I just see you as a friend? Or do you, what would you rather, okay? Would you rather someone say, I, sorry, I just see you as a friend? Or would you rather say, sorry, I, I don't find you attractive. Uh, I like hanging out with you, but I'm not sexually attracted to you. Personally, I would rather someone give me bullshit and go, sorry, Tiffany, I see you as a friend versus coming straight out and going, I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> I it's, think no, you're no, great. So I you think you're funny. It's just like the, I don't feel the same way is an easy way to cover that. Because I don't have to say, like, oh, I, I think yeah. you're ugly and you're boring. <laughs> it's just I don't feel the same way that you I think you're think. ugly, think you're, you're average, but you're fun to hang around, so I'll keep you around. And it's interesting because one of the questions I asked, especially on the Instagram poll, was, is honesty the best policy? And ninety like 91% of people said yes. And I, I mean, I know it's a bit of a trap question. Everyone's like, yeah, of course, honesty is the best policy. But personally, I would rather be friend-zoned than someone like telling me straight out. I guess there's different ways of saying it, but even when someone says to you, I don't feel that way about you, that can still be perceived as like friends owning them. I'd rather like let me down easy, okay? My, my ego isn't that good. I need it to be a bit soft. Would you rather someone just be straight out to you? Damien, no. But I, Yeah, well, I guess if you've, if you've gone like, because I think the other side of that question is, is honesty to telling the person you like them as well. So that's what the poll could be True. doing as well. So obviously if you're taking that plunge to tell them how you really feel, I would assume you would prefer them. Obviously, it's going to suck, but you would then yeah. go, I would prefer to be told instead of going, oh, like, you're great, but <laughs> we sh- I just want to be friends. Like, that's the, that, yeah, you know, they're just okay. lying to them. This is one another example how you're more mature than me and can actually handle things where I just want the excuse. But no, it's interesting because we, once again, in the polls, we asked people, like, have you ever been friend zoned? And 75% of people said yes. So it's definitely more common. And I looked at the stats because I can see them. And obviously more were guys, but there were a lot of girls in there as well. So there's a lot of girls who are still saying they've been friend zoned. It's still a common thing. It's still happening to this day. And it's I think it's just going to stick around forever. It's never not going to be called the friend zone because yeah. that's what we've learned to call so, it because we've seen it So in what we're saying and... is that it does exist because even if we don't agree with the aspects of it, it's never going to go away. Yes. People are always going to call it the friend zone. Because that's what everyone's taught to call it because it's not called, oh, the... I told them how I felt and they didn't feel the same way zone. It's yeah. Called, oh, they just want to be friends because they wanted to break break it easily. Yeah. That's yeah. because called the friend zone. Yeah. I also asked people, um, have you ever friend zoned someone? 56% of people said yes. And in those stats who did answer that, majority of them were girls. That's a fair start. It's one of those things that girls, generally speaking, get more attention. It, it, it's, it's just one of those things. Well, go, yeah, guys are a little bit easier to... Easy in general. <laughs> like i can say this podcast is about being open and honest i think generally speaking guys are a little bit more easy yeah well they're also jumping around for it a bit more and yeah not looking for the genuine connection as much yeah yeah absolutely as an adult when it comes back to honesty as much as i said before that i'd rather people not be honest when they don't like me 
I do believe in honesty when discussing your feelings. All adult relationships, especially adult successful relationships, are based on honesty. So I do 100% believe when you're a bit older and you do have feelings for someone, honesty is definitely the way to go. So I do believe in confessing your feelings. If you are have been hanging out with someone for a while or for a little bit and you do to start develop romantic or sexual feelings for them, I do think there's you should find a way to communicate with them. Well, it's not fair on the other person if you're just lingering there and... Yeah, like, it's not fair on either of you. But when you're older, I think that's definitely the way to go. But it runs the risk. If you are on open and honest about your feelings and the other person doesn't feel the same way, it's one of those things you're juggling up with is like, do you risk the friendship? Because if someone has confessed their feelings for you and then all of a sudden they they aren't reciprocated, can you still be friends? If a girl confessed their feelings towards you and you didn't feel the same way, could you still be friends with that girl? I guess obviously everything's situational, but I think it's one of those things you'd have to wait to see how you both acted once knowing and how is, if it's awkward and it starts being yeah. like that, then you got to call it a day. I guess by you wanting to take the plunge to make things another level, you've kind of burned the aspects of just being friends because you have to get rid of that to... So you, you almost think no. Once you have said, this is how I feel, it's either do or die. You've made the call that says, I'm happy to burn the friendship to then be with this person. You could be happy, to, you could be ready to either for it to go one way or the other way. Yeah. What about you? Do you think that you can still be friends once one confesses their feelings? I think you can. I agree with you in the sense that it's situational. I think you can be friends after you've said no, if the person clearly understands the no. You know what I mean? Yeah, they understand why. They're, they, they're... They've gone, okay, she's not interested, he's not interested, let's just keep going. If you can sense the underlying like lingering, like maybe they'll change their mind, no go. If you can still feel that longing and they're waiting for you, that's when it's wrong. You really, the person who's made the ultimatum, like who has the feelings, needs to prove. And it's hard. You've got to give them a little bit of room to move, obviously, because they've got to, you know, adjust. But I think in order for it to happen, that person really needs to. We can know where the boundaries are. Yeah. A lot of boundaries, a lot of, and being open and honest with each other. I don't think it could happen. If someone turned around to me tomorrow and confessed they had feelings to Towards me and we were friends like, and nah, I didn't dude, feel I've got a husband <laughs> yeah I got a husband I'm sorry to break it to you but if it happened I'm not 100% willing to give up on a friendship that I means a lot to me I would be happy to give it a shot but for me the breaking point would be is if they don't respect my boundaries if they stall or like waiting in our scenario for you and I to have a fight and like sneak in I'm not dumb I can feel that that's not cool with me. I don't want that vibe because it's never going to end well because they're always going to be wanting something from me that I'm never going to be able to give. And that's never going to be a healthy relationship. That's when it leads to it being toxic. Yeah, well, it's it's all situational, but it depends how, you, like you said, you got to have the strict rules, the strict guidelines. and But I feel like it can never be the same because it's going to be awkward mm. and you're going to know how each other feels. And I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think a lot of friendships could have survived that. One thing people are curious about, and the one thing we've sort of like plugged with this whole podcasting, is that generally speaking, we are a somewhat success story. Even though we've admitted that we're technically not the friend zone because we didn't 100% know about it, but we are a success story from it. We are people who were very good friends for a very long time. We eventually started dating for a long time, got engaged, got married, we're quite happy. We are generally a success story. So I think we owe it to people to give our opinion on how to do it 
because I can be honest because I know, for example, like we were friends for a very long time. Okay, so you developed feelings for me a little bit earlier when we were younger. We've already established that. I know quite well when my feelings for you sort of started to change. And I'm not saying this is a surefire way to get out of a friend zone or things like that, but I can speak from firsthand experiences when my brain started to not see you as a friend and started to see you as like a romantic prospect. And it sounds bad. And I don't, don't encourage this as like a, a strategy. But for me, it was the moment when we were friends, even though I didn't know you liked, liked me, you always gave me so much of your attention all the time, all the time. And as much as I loved it, but at the same breath of air, I we, that's when we used to fight was when you were too much like in my case and I didn't understand why. But when you started, as we got older, you were an attractive guy. You had a lot of people interested in you. But when you started to look beyond me and you didn't do it as a move, I would have sensed it was a move, but you just started to grow up and go, okay, well, maybe I should entertain my other prospects instead of just focusing on this pain in the ass girl who's always busting my balls and stealing my legal notes. <laughs> when you started to entertain other prospects and started to sort of come into your own and not just focus on me, I actually got to see you. And it's weird, I got to see you in the eyes of other people and, and that's when I started to go, wow, like, kind of like this guy. You know what I mean? Like, when you were so up in my grill and we're just being yeah. friends. Yeah, so we have to have a little bit of time apart to realise that what a hunk I was. Yeah, what a hunk. And it was, and it's the most basic rule in the book. It was, generally speaking, jealousy. I didn't like, all of a sudden, your attention wasn't on me. You were hanging out with other girls, seeing other girls, and all of a sudden, I was like, I don't like this. It just changed my whole opinion of you, of life, and all I, it, it really was a wake-up call. So what I'm trying to say to people is, don't ever use it as a move, but if you are in a situation where you do have feelings for someone and you don't think they're being reciprocated, you feel like you're in a friend zone. If you're not at the stage where you want to openly confess your feelings to them, what I'd always suggest to do first is just see if you can be without, you know what I mean? Try it's date. Also see the, it's also to see whether are you just liking them because your friends are the proximity thing. Yeah, the proximity and try, things. Try other things and go, okay, well, maybe I'll see what happens over here. Yeah, because you could move away, start seeing other people, start seeing other guys, see other girls, and going, all of a sudden you notice your feelings towards that friend decline. And then you can just keep them as a friend. That's when you know they're just your friend and you're getting confused by the proximity thing. But if you start to see other people and things like that and those feelings are still there, then I would suggest you might as well tell them. Because if you never well, tell you're them... you're just lurking in there. Exactly, you're going to miss out forever. But the, the putting yourself out there and seeing other people and just sort of feeling the world out, it's good in many ways. It's good for you because it reaffirms or makes you realize your feelings weren't 100% towards the friend and at the same breath of air it can also help the friend sort of see you for you and not just a sort of thing clinging on to them yeah same breath of air i don't recommend that as a play do not recommend no no, no no you don't manipulate people you don't just go like i'm going to start seeing this person and make someone jealous especially if you're a guy and you're trying to do that to make a girl's jealous girls are way too clever we will see through that shit a mile away you're gonna do it to try and like Learn yeah. more about yourself. Yeah. It's not a, I'm trying to get to you ploy. That will not work. It's going to be more for you. And if it does so happen that it just clicks in their brain, it clicks in yours like it did for us, perfect. If it doesn't, at least it's reaffirmed feelings and you can move on from there. Now, I did ask other people whether or not they have escaped the friend zone themselves. And I had some interesting answers. 
Uh, one of the best responses I had was to have you ever escaped the friend zone was yes, but it was all a dream. <laughs> I mean, I vibe with that. That's definitely, definitely the way to do it. Also, someone said um, that their friend needed a fake boyfriend for a party. And uh, one whole evening of sort of like role playing led to a reality. So I think maybe practice that, practice role playing. Role playing. <laughs> just, just, just see whether or not you, you can be fake partners and see whether or not you translate into real partners. Now, just in case you're ever wondering, so if you do go down the path of confessing your feelings for someone and it, they're not reciprocated, I did ask on the Instagram story as well, like, have you ever developed feelings after you friend zoned someone? The answers are generally in your favor. 58% <laughs> of people said no, 42% of people said yes. However, some, one of our closest friends, that did happen to them and she responded, yes, and we've now been dating for the seventh year. So it, it can happen. It's rare. If you meant to be. If it's meant to be, I wouldn't rely on it. I'm definitely more for the fact if you're going to take that step in confessing your feelings for someone, you've got to be prepared for the no. And when you get the no, you have to accept it. Well, it's why you just got to be sure that it's the right call to make. It's not just because you're close to them and you're of the proximity. Make sure you connect on that kind of level and you can see yourself being together because there's no point burning a friendship for, for nothing. Yeah. And it's also no point staying in the friendship just for that lurking hope that maybe they'll no, change their mind. that's when it becomes toxic. Yeah, definitely toxic. And one of the responses we got as well, which I, I honestly found so truthful and, and so amazing to hear, was that you shouldn't do it. It happened to them and their best friend and she didn't feel the same way. We tried for years to keep the friendship going, but it was too painful for me. Looking back, I wish I had ended the friendship as all it did was cause pain for me. And I think that's so important. If you know in your heart of hearts that you still have those feelings, you're not gonna be able to let it go. You need to leave that friendship. Well, it's bad for both of you. Yeah, bad for both of you. They're gonna move on. They're gonna find someone. You're gonna have to watch and hurt as they are with this person. It's just it's just an absolute minefield. So I, I definitely think mainly honesty with the person, but also mainly honesty with yourself. You might have to put yourself through some pain initially, but you can save yourself a lot of pain going forward. A lot of pain wondering if they feel the same way or a lot of pain longing and waiting. It's just, it's, it's not going to accomplish anything for anyone. Certainly not. No. But if it does happen, and one of the comments I received, which I thought just summed it up so beautifully was that sexual attraction and friendship and romantic or how we said they're different things if you manage to find a person that way you should like have all three you should marry them and that's what we did <laughs> so Very so true. thank you damien thank you for being all three for me thank you for having a crush on me because of proximity <laughs> proximity turned into that so i just saw you thank me for getting jealous and <laughs> yeah, thanks for being jealous and then thanks for being a jealous bitch and eventually <laughs> realizing i was a hunk i'm very appreciative for everything you do especially for being my first co-host a lot of people asked for you everyone's been asking for you to be in tiktoks for a very long time but i've managed to drag you because i've got a head for radio you've got a head <laughs> nah. no you don't i've managed to in the one evening get you to drink wine and uh thank you for being my uh, co-host today thanks for having me of course of course it's an absolute <laughs> pleasure enjoy, enjoy your long trip home yeah it's just the walk you, to the walk to the kitchen <laughs> 
Thank you for being a part of it. And for everyone listening, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. Apologies if the audio isn't its absolute best. We sort of just, we jumped straight into it. We're speaking to an iPhone at the moment, but we are working towards getting... Can't leave you guys waiting. Can't leave everyone waiting. So we are working towards proper equipment, but we just wanted to put this out there, give you a feel. I've been relatively well behaved for the fact that I've had a couple of glasses of wine and dinner. Try the suave. Try the suave, okay? If you have a suave and if you enjoy it, message have me. Have it with your best friend. Have it with your best friend while you're telling them you have feelings <laughs> for that. Let me know how it goes. Wine pairs broke great with heartache. <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways. Things go well, you're celebrating with wine. Things go bad, you're drinking wine. You're gonna feel better soon, it's fine. But anyway, thank you for listening and we'll be back for another episode soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.